the type of clients that come to us are professionals. They're busy. They're working hard. They're a higher caliber. And they typically do not want to date online or use the app dating. And they just want a better way of meeting quality professionals. And they appreciate that we meet and screen and interview and background search everyone verifying and screening and vetting for our clients instead of somebody having to do that online and having to do all their own homework. And there are a lot of people being deceitful online. We're kind of doing that screening for them, making sure they are who they say they are. They're authentic. They look like their photos, all those types of things. So a lot of people are just too busy. They don't want to go that route or they have gone that route and it's not working for them and they want a better way of meeting other professionals. She didn't start out doing it as a career, but Tammy Pickle fell in love with helping people fall in love. That's actually how she describes joining forces with her mom, who started their high-end Hollywood-based matchmaking company, Elite Connections International, 27 years ago. Tammy tells me a great story, among many, about how it all started and how she was instrumental in helping her own mother find the one. Tammy got a degree in psychology, always wanting to help people, but it all clicked when she embraced elite meeting and matching clients. She loved that. Coaching them before and after dates. She was good at that. Helping them navigate the sometimes time-consuming and daunting process of finding love. She says a lot of her clients have been turned off by dating apps and that lack of transparency in online profiles. But That's been good for business, with 20 offices across the country, overseas, and more in the works. The pandemic certainly required creativity and pivots, but silver lining out of lockdown, Tammy had hundreds of new clients looking for a match. In this episode, she shares what it takes to make it in a glamorous and often very rewarding business. If it's for you, she says, be prepared to amp up your wardrobe. You'll be attending a lot of weddings. Let's listen. Tammy, it's so great to have you on Bucketless Careers. I'm actually very excited about this episode because I've been obsessed with, I would say, the matchmaking profession since that show on Bravo a few years back, Millionaire Matchmaker. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to talk with you. You can kind of give us the updated version, the more real version versus the reality show of what it's like to be a matchmaker. And we want to focus on how you got there, your professional journey. So let's dial it back to your early days. What was your first job and kind of walk us through it? So my mom, she's single. She went to a matchmaker. She brought home some videotapes and I helped pick out my stepdad. And I was 13 years old. And then my mom (laughs) just thought, what a great way of meeting people. Then she started this company just a few months after meeting my stepdad. That's amazing. She's had the business for 27 years or so. And I was very young and I did other things. And I got into cosmetology and doing hair. And that wasn't my love. I decided I wanted to go back to school and I wanted to be in counseling of some kind. So I was going that route. And then I started working with clients and matching my clients. And then that's when I really fell in love with the business. And I was like, I want to do this. Hands down, this is what I want to do. So I kind of chose it versus being forced into the family business. And I feel like that's why I have so much love and passion for what I do is because I chose it. And yes, it kind of fell in my lap, but I really never felt I had to do this. I fell in love with what I do and being able to help people find the right person that they wouldn't normally come across was just so rewarding. When I get those calls and, oh my gosh, 
he's the one or she's the one or I get invited to a wedding. It means everything to me. Well, just the way I wish people could see how your eyes light up. It's truly fueling your soul, what you're doing. And I think that's a big part of what Bucket List Careers is about. A dream gig. You didn't feel pressure to get into it. But you did always have this interest in helping people. And obviously, it's so rewarding. You must have some really great stories. I told you before we started recording this, I want to hear also some of the not so great stories because that's a part of the business. I mean, even being successful as you are, not everything works. Well, let's start with a really sweet story. Besides my mom and my stepdad. That's that, well, that is a super <laughs> cute one. And they're together how many years now? Uh, t- 28 years. Oh, yeah. amazing. Did you just pick it out? At that time, it probably wasn't even on a computer database, right? Was it a picture and like an application? She brought home videotapes and I sat down and I was like, cute. oh, he likes to ski and he has two kids and he has a car dealership. I'm like, that's the one. We've <laughs> <laughs> been together for six months. Being able to match my clients, I probably would say my favorite story is I had a really, really, really nice man. He was in Vegas and he also came to LA quite often. And there was a woman, I just knew they were going to be perfect together. I knew she wanted a family and, and he did too. And I just felt like they had a lot of things in common with just like what they'd like to do for fun and hobbies and things like that. And so I sent her his information and she was like, no, 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 no. I will never date somebody that lives in Vegas. And I'm like, no, no, no. He comes here all the time. He can live here. He would live here. It's just kind of cheaper to have his business in Vegas. And he comes back and forth and he could totally live here. And she's like, all right, Tammy, I will. I'll meet him. And after the first date, they both called me. Oh, my gosh, that was the best date I've ever had. See, I was like, I told you, I told you, I told you. And Aww. so they've been together ever since. <laughs> Love it. They were dating for like a good three years. Then they eloped and been married for the last six years. And that was probably one of my favorite first matches that I made that was successful, that got married, that I really had to force on someone. Right. He was like, I am so glad you talked me into him because I wouldn't have met him just because he lived here. And I had to really talk her into it. And I mean, happy couple. And sometimes I have to do that. I have to... You know, okay, I met him. I met her. I think you guys are going to be great together. It is just a photo. It is just a profile. But I think that these things align. Meet him in person and see what happens. See if there's a connection. It's not going to hurt. Yeah. But also, I don't want to, like, force someone to be like, no, no, no. I'm not attracted. I'm not interested. And I was like, okay, okay. I wouldn't force anything on anyone. But sometimes I know people personally, and I have a good idea if two people are going to be a good fit. And you're just seeing a photo and a profile. So I kind of sometimes have to talk somebody into meeting someone. Well, your personality has to play into this. And I would think if you're someone listening who is interested in being a matchmaker, that's important too. It's not just about the computer-based algorithms and their personality profiles matching up, right? You really do need to be that in-between, that go-between, that knows when things have potential, that knows when things, eh, maybe this is you know worth kind of just bailing on. What are some of the challenges you face with people who are coming to you and it just doesn't seem to be working? And how do you manage it? Sometimes people come to me and they're like, oh, Tammy, I'm going to be super open. And then they're like, oh, no, I changed my mind. I only want to date two years older than me. And I only want to date 10 miles 
inside my area and I only want to date doctors that are this height. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> With this color hair and only hair. You're making it impossible now. <laughs> right. Like you're making it impossible for me or you or anyone. Like you're going to be single forever if you have all these narrow things you're looking for. I always say you need to be open minded and be open to somebody outside of the norm of typically your type or what you typically date or what your ex looked like or what your ex did for a living. Because if you're so narrow, then, you know, I'm going to have a very small pool of the population to be able not to with. That's frustrating where somebody is like, oh yeah, Tammy, I'm so open. And then they're like, oh no, change my mind. And then now I want you to do this, this, and this for me. Yeah. You don't know the person until they start meeting clients and you're getting feedback on what's happening. And sometimes that's very hard. You interview someone for an hour or so and you think you know someone and then they go on a date and then you're like, oh my God, you're being so negative. You're talking about all these negative things in your life and politics and COVID and this and that. Like you need to be positive. Just like if you were to make a friend, your friend is not going to want to hang out with Debbie Downer, nor does your date. So if you are talking about a bunch of negative things or how your life is horrible and your job stinks and you can't pay your bills, like nobody wants to deal with that. Like TMI in the negative zone. You were telling me that there was actually one guy who talked about his wife's murder and that was just not okay. I mean, yes, down the line, perhaps, but when you're just meeting someone, when you're just meeting someone, right. Yeah. And you have to manage that. And yeah, too much baggage on a first, second, third date, not going to work. Yes, you want to let somebody know about you and maybe where you came from and your history with your past relationship. But it's like getting into too much gory details is going to turn somebody off. Yeah. So we just need to reel it in. We need to be careful. Sometimes people don't even realize they're doing it. And so sometimes that's nice for me to be able to get that feedback and like, okay, reel that in. Let's talk less about the drama in your life and let's talk about the positive things and find commonality there. But being too dramatic or throwing all your baggage out on the table is going to be a turn. Totally. You did tell me that people are kind of frustrated with dating apps and that you get a lot of clients who are like, I just don't want to manage that anymore. I want you to kind of help me bypass that situation. But who are your typical clients? Who comes to you? You're mostly based in California, although you're around the country with some international locations, but most of your clients are based out on the West Coast, right? Yeah, Southern California, New York, Miami, Vegas, those are some of our larger locations, but we have 13 nationwide and international offices, and we really could help anyone anywhere. Somebody calls me from Kentucky, I would hire a team and I would be able to match them there. Right. Some of our larger areas is where we are established, where we have matchmaking team, um, but we really could help anyone. But the type of clients that come to us are professionals. They're busy. They're working hard. They're a higher caliber. And they typically do not want to date online or use the app dating. And they just want a better way of meeting quality professionals. And they appreciate that we meet and screen and interview and background search everyone, verifying and screening and vetting for our clients. So instead of somebody having to do that online and having to do all their own homework, and there are a lot of people being deceitful online, we're kind of doing that screening for them, making sure they are who they say they are. They're authentic. They look like their photos, all those types of things. So a lot of people are just too busy. They don't want to go that route or they have gone that route and it's not working for them and they want a better way of meeting other professionals. Yeah, sure. And what does it cost generally to work with you? 
depending on location, but if we are searching for someone where we already have a large database, that membership would start at 9,000 and go up. It would be for a three-month membership, unlimited matches, hold time with all the packages. We do have other ways of joining with us. So because we're always searching for our clients, if somebody came to us and we thought, oh, they would be perfect with somebody we're already searching for, we could possibly bring them in on a complimentary membership just to meet that client. Of course, not a full membership, but there are other options that you don't have to necessarily pay full fees if we were searching for someone else. Okay, so there's some flexibility there. Yeah. How about the pandemic? Because there are probably people out there who think, uh, how could I even work with a matchmaker right now? Hopefully we're through the worst of it. We're not in lockdown anymore. Things are improving. So how did you deal with those obstacles? Yeah, the pandemic was hard. There was a lot of people just meeting virtually. There was a lot of people saying, put it on hold. I don't want to meet anyone right now. I am focusing on keeping my business running and that kind of thing. But then three, four months in, people are like, okay, well, now I I do want to still meet someone. I want to check with somebody. Like I'm fully... I'm tired of my apartment or my house. Right, right. (laughs) So there were people coming out. How does this work? How can I meet someone virtually? Can I meet somebody out and about? So we were setting up dates and a lot of people were meeting virtually. And then when they were comfortable, they were meeting in person on picnics and hikes and walks and things like that. Then once things started slowly opening up and people were more and more comfortable getting out. But we had like a three, four month lull where people were like, um, just virtually dating and they were scared to meet in person and that kind of thing. Yeah. But now everything is definitely more open and there's no more virtual dating for us. People are comfortable meeting in person. And if they're not, then they get vaccinated and they only want to meet people that are vaccinated. And there are stipulations and things that are happening here and there. But for the most part, people are wanting to get out. They're not wanting to be alone anymore. They're meeting at restaurants and they're open-minded. And that's a good thing. So what's next, Tammy? Are there any exciting projects you guys are working on? Yeah, so we have a nonprofit that we've set up. It's called Party with a Purpose. And we just try to raise money. We put together events. They're not necessarily singles events, but I would say 98% of our people that attend are singles. It's just a way of having a fun event, getting people together that wouldn't normally meet. And then all the money we raise goes to help. Right now, we're helping Safe Place for Youth in Venice. And it's just a great organization that we're just giving back to homeless teens and young families that need a little extra support. And it's a great organization. So that's one thing we do. And then we're putting together an advice book. It should be out soon. And just kind of spreading the word of all the knowledge and everything we've learned throughout the years. So my mom and I have been writing that for years. So that should be coming out soon. Oh, great. I'm glad I asked that question. (laughs) You have a lot cooking. So, well, Tammy, this was a lot of fun. So where can we follow you on social, find out more about you? Yeah, Elite Connections and Tammy Pickle. And if you're interested in our company, it's EliteConnections.com. You can call us 800-923-4200. Find us anywhere. Oh, that sounds awesome. All right. Thank you so much for your time. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Thank you for having me. It was so nice chatting with you. Same here. Take care. Thanks as always for listening. I'm Crystal Laurie. This is Bucketless Careers. I wanted to have one quick transparent moment with you because actually my producer, Mark, who was also in news, continually tells me I should give more of myself. I should be a little bit more open. And so I 
am going to do that right now and address the TikTok thing because I have been talking about having it for the podcast and my account has no videos in it as of right now. So if you did go looking for it, which I appreciate, the videos are coming. It's a little bit of a ramp up for me. I am excited about it and there are going to be great things on the Bucket List Careers TikTok account coming soon your way. (laughs) Thank you for your patience. We will be back with another awesome guest. As always, you can follow me on social at Bucket List Careers, at Crystal Lori on Twitter, and let me know any guest ideas or feedback for the show. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.